I want to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today we have Mark Castillo on the line. He is the managing partner over at Thrive Wealth Solutions. Uh, Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam, for inviting me. I always take the opportunity to contribute to others, and uh, I really like the podcast. I've listened to a couple other ones you you already had uh, shared with the audience, and uh, it's been really good. So that's why I decided to participate. Fantastic. I appreciate that. And I'm excited to get into your background. I can see that you have quite an extensive uh, background in financial services, and I want to get into that and also what you're, uh, what you're doing over at Thrive Wealth Solutions, some interesting stuff. Uh, but before we do that, let's just start with, uh, with your background in general. So how did you get started in business and as an entrepreneur? Well, you know, that's uh, as far as the entrepreneurial aspect, I've always had that in, in, in me, and I think we're in some ways we kind of developed that in, in the time. Right after, high, right after high school, I didn't feel like I was ready for college or even had a desire to attend college, so I went into the military and spent four years there overseas, which was a great experience for me, and that kind of set the platform, the foundation of, some, of me to start developing and knowing more of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to take in college. So I took business in college, and my my goals at that time still were not very clear, but I knew that I wanted to finish do a business and marketing and pursue that after that. And after that, I, I had my senior year, I decided I, I think I wanted to go back to the military. And that didn't transcend things. Events happen, unexpected events happen to you in life. They Sometimes they could be a crossroads of where you want to go. At that time, I went into the into the fitness industry. I grew with a company called 24 Hour Fitness. I was there for eight years, became a manager, started as a trainer, worked my way up by the way to a trainer, loved the industry, but then I came to a crossroads and went into uh, real estate. And in real estate, I've been there for 14 years. And about four years ago, one of my clients, very good clients in real estate, you know, invited me to her, invited me to meet with a financial advisor who mentors other other financial advisors. And uh, that time, I could have told you this. If you would have asked me, I'd be doing financial planning or anything. I would just have be the last person to do that. <laughs> but here I am today, you know, and I'm very grateful because it has definitely turned my passion to, and desire to really educate um, the average person because. I'm not your average financial planner or advisor that helps people that are already making a million above. You know, they already made a million. And that's the hardest part for anybody, anybody's desire is to reach some kind of income that you say, you know what, I arrived. I think it may not be money, but money sometimes determines how you want to live lifestyle. So me, when I sit up with clients, I tell them, what is a lifestyle you want to attain and by when and how much of that do you need to have on a on a monthly or annual basis. And then we kind of engineered that back and find out what we're going to need to do, what habits we need to change to attain that. No, that's great. Um, and so um, let's, uh, let's, what would you say to, because your, your path had, you know, you, you did quite a few different things that led you to the current path, and all of them seem like they've been really good experiences for you to kind of build your business acumen and also to get clarity on um, on what you want to do long term, 
um, which now you found a great a great profession that sounds like it matches with your ethics and what you like doing. What would your advice be if you could go back and tell the Mark just getting started over again, um, um, you know, on, on on what's next and what to do? Well, and I would to me if I was you know if I was talking to any young person, I would say the first thing you want to do is. Find out what you really like. Sometimes we think that's what we love to do, what we like to do. But I think the best thing to do is always keep an open mind and experience. And if you take the first 10 years just to find out, you'll be 30. But you're going to find out and do experience, do sales, do engineering. You know, I, I cut a lot into between some of the jobs I had. I worked in the high-tech industry as well. But knew right away that I didn't want to do that. You know, so th- there's just a process of always one, and one concept always says, I'm always learning. Even at this point in my life, you know, I'm still learning. I'm always, always wanting to learn, you know, and want to know a little bit of it. Not, I don't have to become an expert at it, but just learn enough to know if it's an area I want to know and how much I want to pursue into it, you know. And, and you'd be fortunate to have be humble enough to always be to reach out to people and ask them, hey, look, I need some guidance. Would you be willing to? And I think most very successful people are always willing and always willing to even meet for lunch with someone and share their experience and their advice. Now, definitely great advice there. Um, and so let, let's change it up a bit. I want to, I want to talk more about what you're doing uh, specifically over at uh, Thrive Wealth Solutions. So you gave us a little bit of what you do. Um, give us a little bit more. So what, what, what kind of uh, other clients are you helping and how, how specifically do you help them? Well, you know, uh, my clients can come from uh, from every aspect of life, right? Someone making forty thousand, even starting up from high college, just making twenty five, thirty thousand, they're just starting life. But my perspective is finding out what their habits are, and and those habits are not just financial, but also personal, right? So I do uh, share with people some ideas and some of the knowledge that I've acquired of how important it is to even develop a personal, obviously, you know. You know, I still wake up at I wake up at 4:30 in the morning. I go work out by five. I do my meditation at five. At six o'clock, I'm in. By five o'clock, I'm in. Five thirty, six o'clock, I'm at the gym, and, and that has been just a regime that I've created for myself that I need to function properly and effectively. So I think all of us need to understand it's just about a career, but a balance of your, you know, your physical exercise and and also always wanting to be learning something, as I mentioned earlier. And so what I think in, that I set out with my clients is uh, my clients are just going to become, I'm, if I'm going to acquire a client, I know that I want that client to be my friend. Can I see him as my friend? And that's the most important thing that, I've, that I think that differentiates me from a lot of sometimes it's just not a business transaction. If I can't see this guy, I can invite him to my to a Thanksgiving or I can have a dinner or, or invite him to with my family, then it's not, my, it might not be the right client for me. And that's the type of relationship that I want to have with my clients. And the ones that we help are, are just the common guys that need that, that financial literacy. College, unfortunately, didn't give us that level of expertise that, that it shows us. And in and, and Thrive Financial Wealth Solutions, what we needed to do is, is identify ourselves. What do we, how are we going to differentiate ourselves from everybody else? And what we saw, we looked at some very successful business models. You take Uber. You take, um, you know, Facebook, you take Amazon, and also just Airbnb. Every one of these business structures, and they set the consumer as a partner as well, if you look at it. That was from the beginning. They want them to be just not a client, 
or a customer, but a partner in business so they can be in the profit margin. And that's what we've done. Some of my clients have actually become uh, associates of mine, you know, and is that everybody? Absolutely not. But I do sometimes identify some of my clients that I think they would be become associates with me and work with me in building the, our, our business model, right? And why? Because we're providing knowledge that most importantly that it's going to be not at risk. We don't like to risk. I wouldn't risk my money. Why would I risk my clients? So we there's a um, what we call become your own bank, and that's on the title of my LinkedIn profile. It says become your I will help you, and I'm determined at helping people become in their own back. And people say, well, you need a lot of money to do that. That's your perception. But I can assure you, after sitting down with one, one hour with me, your perception of what we do completely will change as possible. What do you find some of the um, the pitfalls or the mistakes are when a client comes to you where you – I know each client can be a little different, but what do you find some of the mistakes are that clients are making now? Well, you know, I, I know there's the new law, the fiduciary, the fiduciary law, right? They say, well, they're going to do the best things for us. I understand that, but you still, is, is you should take a response. It's like I just talked to an old friend of mine from high school, and he says, well, I picked this company. Why did you pick? Because my friend referred it to me. And I said, but did you do, do your own personal due diligence? Did you compare to others? And what asked, and, and, and did you find out or at least acquire, how can I compare the difference between one company or the other company that would be more beneficial to me? And, I'm, you know, I understand about referral, but if someone refers me to me and, my, and I trust this this resource or this referral, this person, but at the same time, it is my responsibility, especially when it has to do with your money, you need to compare. You, today, in today's economy, things are always changing. Look at our phones. We're buying phones every two, three years. Why? Because they're getting better. Well, companies get better, so you need to have the flexibility that your investments can be moved more easily from one to another without it being restricted. Like, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a advocate of uh, 401ks because it's very restricted. I can move my money if the market's dropping, right? And some companies, you have to get fired or let go. <laughs> you know, it's it's all how you look at it, how you want to help, which clients you want to help. Mm-hmm. No, I completely get it. Uh, so, Mark, if somebody wants uh, more information on you or on Thrive Wealth Solution, uh, what's the best way for them to reach out? You know, the best is on LinkedIn. I mean, all they have to do is uh, look me up. It's Mark, M-A-R-K, Castillo, C-A-S-T-I-L-L-O. I always do a 15-minute conversation uh, call first. Initially, we talk, and if it's a good match, then I schedule a one-hour webinar, and I cover most of how we how we serve up clients. And at that point, if it's a good match, then then we move forward. But there's a you know there's a lot of information within our LinkedIn that I have some videos that I've shared with people. But I think that uh, you know this this we we have a, a niche of the clients we want to help, and uh, and we have identified that type of client. So and definitely that would be the easiest way to get in contact with me. LinkedIn. That's awesome, Mark. Well, hey, I really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today. And to the listeners, as always, I appreciate your attention. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Uh, leave me a review. Do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And uh, Mark, thanks again for coming on the show.